Hello and thank you so much for tuning into the Education Burrito, a podcast that unwraps the everyday challenges in learning and teaching in education, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows and different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. My name is Kusum and each episode I'll be joined by special guests as we unwrap the Education Burrito. Hey, hey, hey! How are we doing? We are officially in June and now it's the summer. Hope everyone are keeping well. And so it's time for another Chimichaga challenge. Let me just remind you what this is. It's a challenge where I try to summarise a learning and teaching or student engagement paper in seven minutes or so. Mind you, it goes quick. So be sure to listen to the end if you want a quick summary of the paper. So are we ready, sitting nice and comfy? Right, let me just set a timer and hess up. There might be a few different noises representing the different amount of times I have left. So you might hear ducks quacking halfway through, sheep's barring with one minute to go or so, and then finally a bell when time is up. All right, let's do the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, go, start. So the paper I've chosen today is by Martina Dixon and Lily Tennant from the Emirates College for Advanced Education on Faculty Support for Student Mothers, comparing student and faculty perspectives. This paper draws on the perception of student mothers who juggled taking care of their newborns while keeping up with full-time studies. This paper provides a background of the current culture in the United Arab Emirates. It is common for young women to combine undergraduate study with motherhood for two reasons. Firstly, due to the rapid development of education for Emirate women, which has made participation in higher education extremely prevalent. Secondly, it's because of the cultural traditions which result in women marrying relatively young and the onset of childbearing usually be immediately upon marriage. In regards to the support system, some localised studies suggest there is limited resource supporting mothers facing challenges. As such, this article explores perceptions from both mothers and faculty perspectives of the ways in which support is offered by faculty to the student mothers and it explores the faculty's perception of the issues facing student mothers and of their coping strategies. To address this, three research questions were posed. Firstly, what are the faculty and student perceptions of the ways in which faculty support student mothers? And how do these compare? What are faculty perceptions of the support networks which student mothers depend upon at home and in college? And how do these compare with students' own experience? And lastly, what suggestions do both groups make to facilitate college lives of mothers? And how do these compare to one another? This study used a qualitative approach for conducting semi-structured in-person interviews. The developed interview guide was primarily based on the literature review that indicated areas of deficiency in higher education establishments supports for mothers. Students and the faculty were invited to participate in the study. For student participants, a requirement was that they have to be full-time and had given birth to at least one child during their time at university. For the selection criteria for faculty, participants should have taught core courses in the college to be able to speak more broadly of their experiences. In total, 16 full-time faculty and 14 student mothers were recruited for the study, of which the faculty members were from a diverse range of nationalities, whereas the students were all UAE nationals. 
For the results, four main themes of perceptions of faculty of student mothers and vice versa were presented. Here, the authors view these themes through a comparative lens, searching for both similarities and differences. Perceptions of domestic support system were asked to highlight that any kind of relevant support system they have. The faculty's perception were mixed, acknowledging a wide spread of student mothers having a relatively easily and heavily supported home life to help alleviate their challenges such as hiring nannies, made to cook and clean and drivers. The reason for this was the perception of the Emirate culture traditions of large, close-knit extended families. Yet from the student perspectives, most of them shared about having domestic help, but often this help was shared with extended families. The availabilities of domestic help was not as prevalent as they may have assumed by some faculty, as mothers perceived themselves as primary caregivers of their children. What's interesting was how mothers shared that their spouses may not necessarily be supporters of their wives' studies, leading to implications that mothers should be at home with their children. Despite this theme showing no direct link between perception and consequent actions made by faculty, the faculties showed empathy, suggesting that they should be able to offer support and understanding should students unable to meet deadlines. The perception of faculty support and accommodation for new student mothers to return to study was another theme. Support and empathy were shown towards the mothers, providing them with extra information session, deadline extensions, out-of-hours support, comfort in the physical classroom environment, showing interest, allowing them to leave early for doctor's appointment and empathy for mothers' exhaustion. However, mothers perceived their experience was not related to a better college experience. The majority of mothers noted that they did not feel the faculty did anything unusual to support them as student mothers. And further, new mothers also felt that they were harshly treated, whereby being late by 10 minutes were marked as absent, referencing the college policy of registering lateness. Mothers shared how they were, there was an unclear distinction between policy and personal treatment, and many referred to this application as being uncaring. The third theme was on students' coping strategies. Student mothers shared how they did not depend upon anyone in college but themselves and being self-sufficient. In contrast, faculty unanimously perceived and described students as having a network of peers whom they relied upon for support, thinking that students favoured peer support networks over support from faculty, thinking that catching up on missed work would be easily communicated within peers. Despite this, there was evidence to suggest mothers were self-motivated to complete their degree with themes of resilience emerged from their responses. The last theme was how college life could be made easier for student mothers. Student mothers repeatedly mentioned the need for greater autonomy in class schedule to reduce their physical attendance requirements at college. A suggestion such as reducing the strain on the mothers by introducing a semester entry system rather than missing a full academic year could be an option. Furthermore, mothers mentioned the need for more flexible modes of learning so they can complete the course at home in their own time. The faculty also reiterated this, suggesting that more on-site nursery facilities should be made available to support childcare arrangements. These studies show the different perception which faculty and students had in terms of support, communication and engagement. However, the implication perceived between the two groups, for example, a mismatch between the faculty thinking they are being very helpful, but in reality, student mothers disagreed with this. Perhaps this inconsistency could well mean the cultural differences in the way that support was being offered, or perhaps underestimating the students' isolation. 
As such, might explain how male teachers feel they are being more cultural sensitive and appropriate by keeping their distance, while students may perceive them as being uncaring. This study indicates evidence of faculty supporting and being in tune with students' needs. Yet much work needs to be done to both educate faculty and facilitate student voices being heard, contributing to policy change where appropriate. These findings have widespread meaning in a region in which student motherhood is extremely common, but also bear significance for international institutions too, with non-traditional student groups within its student body. And that is it. So, if you found this paper interesting, please do and read the paper yourself. Details are in the show notes. Hope you enjoy listening as much as I try to summarize this. So, be sure to subscribe the podcast and be sure to like it and share it on social media, so you can come back and listen to another Chimichanga challenge as I attempt to summarize another paper. Thank you for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Join us next time as we unwrap the ins and the outs and the highs and the lows of learning and teaching in the education burrito. Chimichaga out.